life isn't just one story, it's multiple stories. I will share authentically and bravely my stories in hopes to inspire you to live a creative, purposeful, meaningful, and happy life. How many of you struggle with being patient? Oh my gosh, that is something that over the years I have had to learn and it is so hard to be patient sometimes because we know what we want, we want it now, and we don't want to wait for it. I've had to be patient when it comes to my business, my life coaching business, or with my Etsy shop. I've had to show patience. I have to be patient when I'm homeschooling the girls, when it comes to teaching them new skills that they've never learned before. They learn in different ways and I have to explain it. And I have to be patient with them until they understand it and grasp the concept. I have to be patient when I'm driving. And believe me, I know that's hard when there's a world full of crazy drivers. Everybody's a crazy driver but us, right? So we have to show patience. I have to show patience when it comes to exercise. I used to hate exercising because I wanted the results right away. But when I put that aside and just worked out because I knew it was good for me and I was patient and I just focused on one day at a time, then the results came. How crazy is that, right? I have had to be patient when we go on our many Disney trips. Ask my husband, when you're walking through the parks, it is so incredibly hard to just be patient because you're shoulder to shoulder most of the time and I'm blown away at the amount of people they pack into those places, into all of the parks at one given time. It makes it so hard to get from point A to point B. You know where you want to go, you know when you have to be there, and you're just trying to get there, but oh my gosh, it is so hard when people are stopping and bumping into you and cutting you off constantly. You have to show patience. We all have to be patient, especially if you live in a place where it's cold during the winter. We have to show patience when it's cold outside, when we're freezing, when we're inside, when you're out grocery shopping and getting all the groceries and putting them in your car and it's freezing out and we're just ready for summer to be here already, right? We have to be patient. I have to be patient when I'm cooking in the kitchen, when I have a hundred things I'm trying to get done and I just want the meat to cook already to finish up, get done. Or when you're cooking potatoes, I put potatoes in the oven and they take about an hour to make and that's the last thing that needs to finish up before I can serve the dinner. I have to be patient. There is nothing I can do to make those potatoes cook any faster. Another thing I've learned to be patient with is prayer requests. I can put my prayer request in, I can pray to God and ask him for it, but I have to show patience. I think that may be one of the most trying examples of instances where I have to be patient in my life. And now the thing that I'm working on right now, being patient with, is my new book, my new workbook journal planner that I submitted to Kindle Direct Publishing. It's going to be available on Amazon. I thought I was going to talk all about it on this episode, but guess what? It still hasn't been approved and I'm getting so impatient over it. It takes up to 72 hours before you hear back. They sent me back something that I had to change, so I resubmitted it, waited another three days. They sent me something else, and now I'm waiting again another three days. I've had to be extremely patient, and that is what inspired this podcast episode. So anyways, I decided to look up the definition of patience, and it says this. It's the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. How many of you get angry or upset when you're impatient? It's no fun, is it? 
And you're probably wondering, how in the world can I accept or tolerate this delay, trouble, or suffering? Because many of you, you have a goal. You have somewhere you want to be. There's something that you want. So how are you supposed to tolerate or accept delay, trouble, or suffering? Well, I thought on this episode I would give you a few tips, some things that have helped me in my life. And I would say, number one, the main thing is to realize that you can't control others or some circumstances. Some things are just out of your control. And I know it drives us crazy. We just want to take control. We want to do what we want to do and get what we want. We want it now. But it doesn't always work that way, especially when it comes to others, because you cannot control them. You can't even control a toddler when you're feeding them food that they refuse to eat. You have no control over them. Isn't that frustrating? You're the parent. You know what's best. But this little human that you take care of, you cannot force them to eat something that they don't want to eat. You cannot control another person. But guess what? You can control yourself. You are the one thing that you can control. You can control your thoughts and the things that you think. And by doing that, that's going to help make you more patient. It's going to help you to tolerate or to accept this delay, trouble, or suffering. You get to decide how you think about the circumstance. So that's number one. Number two is to try to enjoy the journey. I know you're focused on the goal. You're focused on the end result and where you want to be. But what if you stopped, enjoyed the moment, and just focused on the journey instead? You know, the journey can be really cool too if you decide to focus on it and to try to find the good things with the journey. What is there to like about the journey? What are the good things about the delay? The third thing is pray. Now, even prayer, it requires you to be patient. Like I said, that's one of the most trying things that I've had to experience is waiting for a prayer to be answered. But when you pray, you're having that conversation with God. And that gives you peace. That gives you comfort. Just talking to him and sharing your suffering and trouble and struggles. There's comfort in that. Your connection with God will help you to be more patient. Number four is to remember that it will pass. No matter what the delay, trouble, or suffering is, it will pass. It won't last forever. And pretty soon, before you know it, you'll be on the other side of it. You just have to hang in there a little bit longer and it will pass. Number five is to trust God's plan. Again, that goes back to that connection with God, but just believing in him that he's in control of everything. You can't control others. You can't control some circumstances, but God is in control. He's in control of everything and he knows what he's doing. Oftentimes when I'm driving and I'm running late and I'm very, very impatient and there's people in front of me driving very, very slow, I sometimes just think, you know what? This is God protecting me, so I'm not driving so fast, trying to get to where I know I need to be right now. He's slowing me down. He's making me be patient, and I trust his plan. And the same with my book that I'm waiting to be published on Kindle Direct Publishing. I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, but you know what? This is in God's control. God has a plan. There's a reason it's on delay. I don't know what that is. I just believe that for every aspect of my life, even the small things that seem insignificant, I know that God has a plan. You don't know how little things impact our lives throughout the day. And there's reasons that things happen the way they happen. It's because God's in control. He knows what he's doing. He knows what the end result and the goal is going to be for your life. And he has a plan. And when you trust that, you're able to tolerate and accept whatever delay, trouble, or suffering that you're going through. Number six 
is to have compassion. And what I mean is to have compassion for other people. Going back to the driving scenario, there may be somebody in front of you, they're from out of town. They don't know where they're going. When I'm teaching my girls, when we're doing homeschool and they're trying to learn a new skill, I have to have compassion and understand that they learn differently. Sometimes I have to try things a different way. I have to explain it in a different way so that they understand it. When we're at Disney, there may be somebody in a wheelchair. You have to have compassion and realize that people are humans. We don't understand why they do what they do as frustrated as we want to be or as impatient as we are. We have to have compassion and that helps us to tolerate or to accept the delay, trouble, or suffering. And the last one, I asked my daughter Berkeley what she would recommend if somebody is struggling with being patient, they have something that they know that they want, something they're working for, and they're feeling impatient. And if she was going to help them to be more patient, to help them with that, what would she recommend? And she recommended a distraction. And I thought that was amazing. A distraction is great. We'll go back to the driving in the car scenario. Turn on the radio, listen to a podcast. Distract yourself from the traffic jam. If you can't do anything about the circumstance, you might as well have fun, right? Find a distraction. While I'm waiting on my book to be published, I noticed that I was checking my email constantly. And I thought, you know what? Just get over it and enjoy life. Focus on your family. Focus on your kids and your husband and all those other things that are fun. The book will get published. So I distracted myself and I stopped checking my email every five minutes waiting on the final approval. If you've ever been impatient, I know many of us are, we struggle with that. It doesn't feel very good. Notice how you feel when you're impatient. It's a terrible feeling. It puts us on edge, it puts us in a bad mood. We don't treat other people very kind. My other daughter, Macy, said that being impatient won't get you anywhere. So when you're impatient, it doesn't change anything at all other than put you in a bad mood. It doesn't get you there any faster. It doesn't help the situation. It doesn't do anything. We'll go back to the driving scenario that I love to use so much. But if you've ever noticed that driver when traffic is moving slow and they're weaving in and out of traffic, trying to get somewhere faster. What I think is funny about that is the person that is patient and just stays in the fast lane and goes along with the flow of traffic, they usually get to where they're going faster than the person bobbing and weaving in and out of traffic. It cracks me up every single time and I think, duh, when are you going to figure this out? It's just another example of how being impatient doesn't get you where you want to go any faster. In fact, it could delay the process because you're going to be more careless and not paying attention and you could cause a wreck, which could further delay getting to where you want to go. Again, I know being patient is so hard because it usually is involving something that we cannot control and it drives us crazy. But remember, we just need to control what we can, and that is us. That's our thoughts, our actions, which also affects how you feel. And another thing I think is great to consider is think about when somebody has been patient with you. Think about how good that feels when somebody has given you the gift of patience, and they're kind with you, and they take the time to listen to you. They take the time to work with you and to show you and to help you. Isn't that just a great feeling? Think about if you offered that same patience to somebody else. So to quickly sum up the seven tips that I gave you, one is to realize that you can't control others. You can only control yourself. Number two, try to enjoy the journey. Be in the moment. Number three, pray. Number four, remember it will pass. Number five, trust God's plan and his timing. 
Number six, have compassion. Number seven, distraction. Distract, distract, distract. So those are my seven tips to help you to be more patient. And I also want to end this episode with a powerful, thought-provoking question like I always do. And that question is this. How would being more patient impact your life? What would that do for you? The good news is you can start implementing these tips today. You can start being more patient today. It may take time, especially if you're naturally impatient, but it is possible. So I hope you guys have a great day. Have a great week. Today is Halloween. Happy Halloween. I'm going to finish editing and publishing this episode, and then I'm going to take my daughter's trick-or-treating. So you guys have a great week. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Hey, I have a great opportunity for you. I just so happen to have a few open coaching spots for new clients. If you are looking for something more or for something different, I would love to help you get there. I believe you are more than capable with a coach like me to support you and to hold you accountable. Go to crystalstidham.com and send me a message. Let's connect. There's no obligation to sign up. It's just a free chat to get to know each other a little better and to see if we are a good match. It's crystalstidham.com. I look forward to talking to you soon.